is up? The 15th Man Podcast. Broadcasting from Las Palmas, maybe? They're, Name change. They're redoing my apartment. This will always be Las Palmas. I don't like it, man. They're like bringing me to the... Um, they're bringing Gentrification's us, creeping in. I know. They're just... They're destroying the culture of this place. I don't know if my neighbor box store. I, 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 I checked. These boxes are still boxes under the door. Are still there. So I, I have a neighbor next to me, um, and he just has boxes stuffed under his door. Um, definitely some bodies in there. I think that's safe to say. Uh, if not bodies, definitely body parts. I don't feel safe when I see him. <laughs> um, I feel a little gross when I see him because I have no... He's got no soul in those eyes. He might oh, be the devil. No. He, he might be a demonic spirit, oh, no. I would say. And, um, yeah, and I grew up by Gary where the demon house is. Do you know about the demon house? Is that made no, it out No, I've heard of Gary, Indiana, but I've never heard of the demon house. Oh, Gary, Indiana was supposed to have a portal to hell. Oh, what? Yeah, in a house. And, um, yeah, no, no, look it up. It, it's, it's really crazy <laughs> shit. And they had to tear the house down. They made a documentary about it called Demon House. Check that shit out. My, my dad <laughs> Did you go in the house? No, my dad has seen the house multiple times, though, because he used to work in Gary. That sounds um, terrifying. Yeah, dude, Demon House. Really crazy shit. Like, the cops would not go to that house. Demon House. Um, yeah, I'm glad we opened on that. <laughs> I kind of want to keep that momentum rolling on just some, some weird updates. Don't speak too loudly. Box door guy might hear you. Nah, dude, there's a <laughs> good slab of wall here. Uh, it's like some uh, Disturbia is like the vibe I get. That movie, yeah. Like, yeah, with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, I guess some Disturbia vibes. Um, so on the Demon House, <laughs> one quick note. I guess the portal's still open, though. They tore the house down, but I just read an article. Well, how does one close a portal to hell? I guess, yeah. You know, I don't think if we, – we would not have the knowledge to close a portal to hell. I remember I first read about portals to hell when I was a little little kid. And Why? And scare the shit out of me, man. <laughs> Because I was, I'm really into that stuff. I'm really into paranormal. The terrifying yourself as a young child. Yeah, I was really into terrifying myself with reading creepy stuff and watching scary movies with my grandpa, like really dumb ones, like one called Gargoyles. Um, <laughs> really scary. Uh, but yeah, I'm really. I, I just I got a real big knack, dude. For the longest time, from second grade to fifth grade, my career choice was a cryptozoologist. That's I don't I, even know what that means. The people who hunt for Bigfoot and like the Jersey <laughs> Devil, dude. I read all those books. There's I, a word for that occupation? Yeah, because it's cryptozoology is like the study of, of fake mi- animals. Mythology. Hey, well, <laughs> easy. Undiscovered species, Sean. Undiscovered species. Fake animals. So you go into the bottom of the ocean and during these searches? God, no, dude, I know. Oh, ocean- I hate 2019. You search for the meaning of crypto and it just comes up with cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency and bitcoins. Dude, bitcoin. I hate 2019. Lithium. Isn't that the other one? <laughs> Can't I just look up the etymology of a word like a normal person? <laughs> um, what do you think is scarier, the ocean or space? <sighs> crypto means Greek for hidden. Yeah. So I'm glad we attached that, that makes, to a currency. Yeah. Hidden, hidden currency. currency. Hidden That's currency good. that we all talk about. Okay. Um, personally... Mm-hmm. No, I'm asking you for. I'm asking you to speak on the behalf of the entire human race. Oh, I think the answers are different, but I think personally, space is more terrifying to me. Okay, okay. Because I think we know less about the ocean, which is insane. Mm-hmm. But I've never been like open water scares me, but it's not really like what's in the water. It's just more of like, I don't know, like being in open water is like there's nothing else going on. Like if you drop me in the middle of the ocean, you know, like you see those pictures. 
and it's just blue and like there's nothing like the actual middle yeah of the just ocean. like the middle yeah. of the ocean and there's like divers there's like free diving 20 feet or something but they're just looking out and you see nothing and mm-hmm. you just know there's stuff that could be out there yeah but you don't know what and animals you see like all those videos sometimes of animals just being so good at camouflage that they just appear out of nowhere in the yeah. ocean like that part is scary but it's also just like the openness i don't know what it is so i think that's terrifying but space is really really scary like the scariest thing i've ever thought of is being an astronaut and having your suit like detached from the shuttle or whatever and you're just floating into nothingness and yeah, that's how you I go. guess you have a small sliver fighting chance floating in the ocean, right? At least you know you're on Earth. There are a couple and you're not going to be in the terrible, scary places, most likely. Yeah. When you're talking about ocean fears, you're not down in the submarine depths yeah. of, like, the... What do they call it? What's, like, the levels? Um, I think it's the stratosphere. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely it. Um, so, yeah, I guess in, in the ocean, you can... How long do you think you can tread water for? See, I've done this, but I've never done it with fear of my life. Yeah, because when you have adrenaline fear, I bet you can tread water for an hour. The abyss. Right? The midnight zone. That's what I'm talking about. Um, an hour? Oh. Is that a porn? <laughs> <laughs> Both of those? Uh, no, I think it's the trenches. Um, <laughs> yeah, I could tread for a yeah, while. Yeah, so you can, if you can, let's say you can tread water for an hour, and then you have the... Uh, a helicopter might fly over, a boat might go by. In space, if something picks you up in space, you're in even bigger trouble. Also, you're dying of basically lack of air both ways mm-hmm. if you're yeah. going to the Either terms way, of death, yeah. or at least the fear of death. And I feel like, I don't know, drowning sounds pretty awful, but just like suffocating in space, vacuum air and freezing, I don't know. That but the cool terrible. thing is you get to be the person who died in space. I'm sh- have there been people who've died in space? But like, no, like you're on a smaller list. Okay. A lot I of guess. people drown. Like what? Twelve people have died in space. Most of them cosmonauts. But you can't name any of them. Oh well, no, because <laughs> I don't think we broadcast. Hey, uh, that space program we're doing. Yeah, somebody died. How many people do you think have died in space that they have not shared? Probably, I don't know. Right? Actually, Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Ooh. Get some, get some chills. Get some chills to open this. Yeah, podcast. space, space is more terrifying. But I also have a. I'm pretty sure it's an it's a rational fear of open open water. Would you? Go but I have gone like di- not diving diving, but I have been you know like snorkeling or swimming yeah. just out in the middle of the ocean. So at least I've done. Well, one. you grew up in Florida, so yeah, you're, that's you're, the other part. You're probably of it more too. comfortable in the ocean than yeah, most people. Exactly, like the people who are scared of going to the beach is like like the most popular beach for people in Orlando is literally the shark attack capital of the country. Okay, and I just not phased at all. I don't know why. I would like to fight a shark. I think. If you told me, before you get to this, yeah. if you told me, hey, you're going to swim in the ocean today, you're going to get bit by a shark, you're going to keep all of your limbs and all of your body movements, I'd be like, bring it on. Absolutely. Let's do it. I want to know, have we talked about the cheetah yet on here? No. On how I want, I have a ranking of animals. Yes. I'm so down for this. I Let's think go. the largest animal that I could fight is a cheetah. If I, if I, if I tied up with a cheetah, like yeah. his paws on my shoulder. Yeah. It's a very think, lean animal. I think I could control him. I do. I, I, I worked at a zoo for three years. I spent a lot of time looking at the anatomy of different Just animals. scouting them out. And I looking think, at the cheetah. Hey, you think you're better than me? I think I could move a cheetah. I, I'm a pretty strong guy. How much do you think a cheetah weighs? I bet a cheetah weighs 140 pounds. That's pretty solid. 160 I'm, is the largest adult cheetah. Here's, so I, that's less than me. I'm that's on, like my weight. I'm oddly good at guessing weights of things. Like It's a, it's a weird <laughs> skill I have. 
Uh, yeah, I think I, I think a cheetah is the largest animal. I could, they, they don't have a lot of muscle. The problem is you have to be the chaser. If well, you're being chased, you're screwed. Well, in this scenario, we're just tying up. Yeah, mono, okay. Mono, you're talking like, about wrestling. You're talking I'm about a fighting contained cheetah. octagon cage. Yeah, match. yeah, because he, he, okay. he, he's going to try to just nip and bite me, but like he's not going to be able to grapple with me. If I put my legs in on him and ride legs, get a couple points for riding time, that's all <laughs> wrestling lingo. Um, then, you know, I think I can get I could, I could hit him with an over-under lat toss. I think I could drop a cheetah. Um, <laughs> drop a cheetah. <laughs> That, I think I could pin him. Now, my dad tried to fight a dolphin in the Bahamas. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, we were swimming with dolphins. I was like five or six. Who and tries to fight a dolphin? My dad. Um, we have the same kind of brain function when it comes to this kind of things. My dad was a couple of times state champion wrestler, a freak athlete kind of guy. And he's just, he's just one of the str- – he's just a strong guy, plus he's a dad. And <laughs> – I remember, like, the whole trip out, like, to go swim with the dolphins, you get on a, you take a sea duck, and you get on a little boat, and the whole, he was just talking shit to me, because he would just, <laughs> he'd talk shit to me since I could, since I was coherent, he would just talk shit to me about stuff, and he's like, dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna toss this dolphin around, <laughs> and you have to remember, my, my parents are very young, let um, alone, he's clearly on a disadvantage, like, home field wise. Oh, yeah, he's like, he's, he's got the mama mentality, he, he's got an away game, he's not scared. Uh, and like the whole time we're on this dinghy, he's like, "Yeah, I think I'm just gonna tie it up, and I'm just gonna see if I can move tie it." He's, it he's like, "I think dolphins I, notoriously I slippery animals." So they're I'm gonna tie it up. They're standing on a platform, and they're doing like a, they're dancing with them. So like he's holding their two fins, and he just he grabbed the fins, <laughs> and he tried <laughs> to move it, and he could not move that thing. Yeah, he I wonder was, why. He was just like, dude, it was just pure muscle. He's just I, he's like, I had no control of it. He th- he thought he was gonna be able to move the dolphin. So uh, how much do you think a dolphin weighs? I bet a dolphin weighs two hundred and twenty pounds. Mm. Am I way off? Well, the first thing that came up gave me the range of eighty-eight to a uh, to twenty-two thousand. I was like, obviously, this is not yeah. all dolphins. Dolphins who live off the coast of New Zealand, average adult weight of a small these small mammals is eighty-eight to one thirty-two. So that's the smallest oh my gosh, dolphin. That's- that's a lot. That's the smallest dolphin. Yeah, these were Bahamian dolphins. We're talking bottlenose dolphins, which is your typical dolphin, yeah. the ones you see at SeaWorld, 331 to 442. Okay, okay. That's some weight. Have you ever seen the Amazon? The I mean, Yeah, the pink dolphins? The scary ones? Yeah. Yeah, those, pink things, dolphins, those things are scary. Bro, my mom's from Brazil. Okay. <laughs> are, you, are you trying to see how many how many podcasts you can squeeze that in on? Yes. I want you to... The sque- Amazon River dolphin. I'm going to squeeze as many of uh, me fighting animals in. I might... Kick off every show with me fighting the next one next week. Who are you gonna take on? All right, I'll bring I'll bring an animal to you next week. Yes, and we'll see. Yes. We'll do an over under how many rounds you could go. No primates. I lose every time. Primates are terrifying. All primates? I mean, they're smaller primates. Chimpanzees are rapists. <laughs> like well well noted rapists, and they masturbate in doorways. Another zoo story. <laughs> Those things. <laughs> Tug, tug the old bone, dude. It is ridiculous. I, you know how many times I they're just like us. You know how many times I would be leaf blowing in the morning, and I just look at it, look at the chimpanzee, and he just have like his, <laughs> like a chimpanzee would just have his elbow on, like leaning, and he'd just be looking at me, just ju- just taking the snake for a walk, and I was just like, hey, morning, just leaf blowing here, and he's like, I'm just like, yeah, okay, man, just uh, you know, leaf blowing, okay, just. Tied up. The kids are gonna be. There's gonna be a lot of kids here soon. <laughs> they don't show this part in Planet of the Apes. They don't. They don't. He's just like he's just tugging it off, smiling at me. That pervert. New segment. Yeah. Zoo stories. I, I, I trust me. I, I've got enough. Uh, but yeah, yeah. And dolphins also are rapists. Um, dolphins are. That's very why my, sexually. That's why my dad creatures. wanted to fight it. He was trying to correct some stuff. <laughs> um, 
Animals, man. Crazy things. Like, uh, some people are into dog fights. Like, into animals fighting each other. Yeah, yeah. I'm into <laughs> fighting animals. <laughs> that is my niche. That's my That's You know, like they say when you launch a podcast, you should find a very specific <laughs> audience and launch it to them first. That's where I'm, like, really taking so this. So saying Steve Irwin didn't go far enough when he was wrestling crocodiles. No, he, he was wrestling for fun. Yeah. They were like play wrestling. He should have been going for the kill. <laughs> Just a thought. All right. Like Bear Grylls. NFL. <laughs> Do you know Drew Brees and Bear Grylls killed an alligator in Louisiana once? What? Actually, no, no, no. Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Like? Like live, yeah. Well, purposefully? Yeah, yeah. So it was one of his shows. You know how Drew, uh, Bear Grylls just takes like celebrities out sometimes? Like That was one of his shows for a while. Okay. He did an episode with Will Ferrell. He did an episode with Drew Brees, uh-huh. and they basically just like it was called "Running with the Wild." Yeah, they just were dropped off in oh Panama, my my bad, not Costa Rica, nice. Panama, the Camino de Cruces jungle. Drew Brees and Bear Grylls are out in the jungle for a while. They realize they need some food, and there's a moment where Drew Brees is looking, and they're they're scouting up this uh, this crocodile, nice. and Bear Grylls looks at him, pulls out a knife, basically, it's like. Drew Brees is just like we're gonna. How big? What we're gonna have to go? It's there's a picture I'm looking at right now. It's draped over Drew Brees' shoulders, and it literally easily like if he stretched his arms out would be his wingspan. Okay, we have to take a note. Drew Brees, short guy. Yes, not but still, like not not a small creature. How did they kill? This it? says six feet. Okay. So Bear Grylls is like, all right, you're gonna have to just go. You're gonna have to tackle it from the head, and then I'll get it and take the knife to it. And Drew Brees, literally, as he's still currently an NFL athlete with a million-dollar arm and hand, as we've seen, what happens to just one little thumb injury, what that can do to Drew Brees' career potentially, tackles a live crocodile in the jungle, and then Bear Grylls comes up and stabs it in the head with the knife. Drew Brees is a bat. He can dunk. He's How old is he? 38? Drew Brees is 37, I think. And he can dunk, and he's six feet tall. Oh, 40. Drew Brees is 40. He's 40, and he can dunk. Drew Brees and Steve Nash have always reminded me of each other. Um, this is back in 2015, though. So he was, what, 36? Oh, yeah. I take that back. Not impressive. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, okay, let's get into sports. Have you, had, have you ever eaten crocodile or alligator? I've had gator, yeah. I've had gator before. It's really good. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's not it's, that bad. It's, it's tough. I had it fried, though. But it's t- Yeah. I've had, it's tough. Gator I liked tail? It. Gator tail. Um, all right. Week 10, NFL. Do you have any takeaways from week 9? I think my only takeaway was... Hey, I was right. I everything I were you everything I've been yelling to everybody about the Patriots. Were you right? I feel good about. I feel good about all my Patriots takes. Cause that uh that Lions Cardinals money lines dangerous dogs those worked out well for you. I'm I'm not staking my career <laughs> on the dangerous dog, Sean. I'm staking my wallet. You just said you were right about everything. I just wanted to give people I, no, the facts. Every, no, everything I said about the Patriots. Oh, okay, okay. Was right. Well, you said I was right about everything. They played a competent quarterback, and here we are. No longer an undefeated team. Um, Lamar Jackson should be a receiver. <laughs> did you see Bill Polian apologize today? I did. I'm bringing it back. I'm saying, hey, if he's this good at the, at the QB, why not slide him? If you're so good, if you're so good at football, why don't you play receiver? Because then he has to rely on somebody to get him the ball. If he's the quarterback, he can well, just if, directly get the ball. If he didn't force out Joe Flacco, they wouldn't be in this situation. <laughs> well, then you think he would still be getting the ball even if Joe Flacco was the quarterback? If Yeah, if Flacco was under center, a reliable, a Super Bowl winning quarterback, Sean, under center with Lamar Jackson at receiver. <laughs> come on, you're, you're being ridiculous. 
Oh, but I mean, it is officially football season because Brian Hoyer is under center, <laughs> and it's not a. Two things have to happen for it to be an NFL season. J.J. Watt has to get injured and miss the rest of the season, and Brian Hoyer has to take over for a starter. That's when you so know. We're full-fledged into it. Football is back. All right, let's go back to Lamar Jackson real quick. I said earlier on this podcast, and you were like, that's a great great, yeah, great you, take. You're yeah, talking yeah. about the game plan of Bill Belichick. He's going to have all week. You know, He loves games like this. He's going to prepare, make Lamar Jackson throw. He's going to load up the box. It was all about. As a lot of you listen to guys like Chris Long and Teddy Bruschi talk, like the Patriots don't like rushing the passer. They love contain first. Like all their defensive linemen, it's all about don't get too far upfield. It's about containing first. Make sure you limit the big plays. You keep the guys in the pocket. But Lamar Jackson, we saw, is game plan proof. Mm-hmm. You can try all you want, but that dude, the way he runs, his the way he's so elusive, so fast. You saw it on that one third down where he's just running around for his life. Ends up getting a uh, might have been a touchdown. I forgot. It was just a conversion. But Lamar Jackson has the ability to just make people miss on a dime. And then you still have to – and it's not like he can't throw. Like, you know, a lot of times you see these guys who are basically just converted wide receivers or something that they are just fast. They put them in the backfield, see what happens. No, Lamar Jackson still keeps that threat with the arm or he can carve you up if you just sell out on the run. And he's just, like I said, game plan proof. You can try all you want. It'll be interesting to see if these two match up again in the playoffs. I heard an interesting stat. I think Bill Belichick's actually two and five in rematches hmm. for teams he played in the regular season in the playoffs. You would think, okay, Bill has all the answers. Second time around, you know, he was probably holding out. He's going to have the real game plan for him when they meet in the playoffs. Not, not the stats don't back that up as you would the narrative would say. So yeah, that's my think on Lamar Jackson. Not a wide receiver. <laughs> have you thought maybe running back? Lamar Jackson is Michael Vick in NFL Street. He is. <laughs> yeah, basically. that's literally what he is. He can. It's. I'm what are you, Al Michaels? That's a video game. That's a video game. I love Al Michaels. Al Michaels is sneakily cool. Al Michaels is sneakily. Really- I don't even think it's sneakily. No, he's like cool though. He's like, he's like date younger women cool. <laughs> he's probably happily married. He smokes cigars. Is he cool? He's cool, man. He's he's not the kind of cool that uh, they want you to think he is. <laughs> okay, I really like Al Michaels. Um, okay, weekend. Steelers, they pulled it out. They're in, they're still on the hunt. They're still alive. They're still in the graphic. They're alive. We wrote them off. They're alive. Are we gonna have to take them off the list? I think th- I think we have to. Wait a second. <laughs> Clear. <laughs> Revive the Steelers. Revive the Steelers. Are we crossing some teams off? Today? Yeah, we have to cross out eight more. Eight more today. Do eight you, more. Do you have the list? I have the list. Okay. So f- these are the teams we crossed off, basically in order: Dolphins, Redskins, Bengals, Cardinals. Falcons, Jets, Steelers, Giants. Okay, cool. Um, I've we, got some thoughts. Basically, all of those are good. The Cardinals have proved us a little bit wrong, but it's not like they're going to make the playoffs. No. So and we can leave them on the list. The Dolphins are the, in a hot streak, though, so we have to kind of be weary of that. True. They've streak. covered four in a row. They were my dangerous dog last week. How about that? Hey, that's Straight a good up. dog. Good dog. I feel like that was a very public dog. Like I feel like people liked that last week. Did I use that term right? <laughs> yeah, I think you did. Um, I don't have the line move in front of me, but all right. I don't remember. Let's take the Steelers off. Let's bring them back. Are we going to allow that? <laughs> okay, then we have to cross off nine other teams. Yeah, no, I've got nine teams to cross off. Okay. Well, the Steelers can still make the playoffs. So? So can a lot of teams, technically. Okay, technically, but the Steelers actually have a decent chance. Okay, fine. Here we go. Sean, I like We're, the Steelers. I know you do. <laughs> I'm a Steelers fan. Reviving... 
the Steelers. So now we have to cross off nine more teams. <laughs> yeah. Ready? Backs against the wall. Here we go. I'll give you one first. I'm going to give you the Buccaneers. Cool. Put them on the list. Dead. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll give you one. We're staying in your home state. Okay. Jaguar. Oh, but they're going back to Nick Foles. Okay, let me say it again. Biggest mistake they've ever made. Jaguars. There's no way th- three teams are going to come out of the, that division. But the Colts have Brian Hoyer now. Uh, yeah. Actually, Jacoby Brissett might play. A right? veteran. They have a seasoned veteran. That's what everyone's going to. Now, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what about Hoyer. He might be a backup, but. Jacoby Brissett was limited in first day of this practice. This is what they'll tell you on Sunday. So I'll tell you what. <laughs> he might be a backup, but he's had plenty of snaps under center. He can move. He can he can he can move that ball. Now, well, Jim, he's got some experience. Uh, obviously, a guy you can trust. He's been in a lot of big games, games that matter. A locker room guy. He has the trust of the line. Hey, he can spin it. He can spin it. Yeah, you're right. That's what they say. You're so right. Basically, everything you heard about Matt Moore apply to Brian yes. Hoyer. Yes. Hey, I don't know if you know this, but he was behind Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of good experience. Mm-hmm. You've seen a lot of success with the uh, former Patriots backup quarterbacks, Jim. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Except Ryan Mallett. How'd that go? Yeah, Ryan Mallett. How you doing? How you living? <laughs> um, okay. Who'd you say? You said the Jags. Jaguars. So my turn? Yes. I'm going to give you the Broncos. They're Shit. dead. Yeah. They're, Even though they just beat the Browns, they're dead. They're dead. Are, are the Browns on that the list? The Browns have to be on this Put the list. Browns on I thought the, list. the Browns, I told my dad, you know, he's from Cleveland, so we always talk about the Browns. Cleveland stand up. Cleveland clowns. And uh, it was about halftime, and I'm telling him, like, what? The schedule really lightens up. Like, they could win out win the division. And he was telling me, like, no, they're dead. It's done. And I was like, no, no, they have a really easy schedule. And, he, and I was convincing him a little bit. And then they lost to Brandon Allen and the Denver Broncos. And he just texted me. He's like, this team's terrible. That's how you know he's a Browns fan when he said, no, they're done. Yeah. <laughs> when you said, hey, man, like, get some momentum. And he goes, I wouldn't even call no, him a fan. Done. You know, they've been so miserable that he just likes to laugh at them now. All right. So, Browns, we're going to put the Browns on the list. Take that, Freddie Kitchens. Yep. Uh, Ready for mine? I'm ready. Number five. Titans. The Titans. Tighten up. Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. They were the dangerous dog last week. How'd that work out for you? Um, they lost. <laughs> I've got good dogs this week. Okay. Good good okay. good week. I'm good with the Titans on that list. Although, remember we had the Colts Jags supposed to be a playing game, week seventeen, flexed into the late night game. Wait. Were you talking shit about my? How many dogs did you give out last week? Just one. Yeah, you give out one. And how many did I win? Well, I'm trying one to know, baby. You, 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 what, you, five people would have bet that. I'm trying to make the what masses. Do you mean? I rich. took the dolphins. Sean, I'm trying to make the masses rich, so I give out multiple dogs. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. I put Fair. my skin on the line. Fair. You only did two last week, but okay. Uh, that's <laughs> twice as many as twice me. Twice as many. I'll do the math that's for you. Huge, exponential. <laughs> um. All right. You said Titans, so I got number six. Yes. I'm going to go with the. I uh, don't know. I don't know. I really hate doing this, my boy, my boy Mitch. But I gotta go with the Bears. Oh, that's an easy one. That's hard for me. Sayonara. I, I can't wait to see Andy Dalton there next year. They should have just done it this year. Yeah, why not? They could have revived their season if they did. All right. We uh, still need three more. Yep. Oh, uh, <laughs> Carolina Panthers. No. Yeah. What? No, they can make the playoffs. Uh, no, nah, I'm not feeling them. What do you mean? Well, okay. Or just because Cam's not back? Seahawks. Wild card team. Yeah. Fair. Vikings. Do you think the Vikings are a lock? They just lost to Matt Moore. Yeah. S- Matt Moore, he can spin it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you trust Kirk Cousins to win in December? I, I like the Vikings team as a whole compared to the Panthers. I feel like the Panthers... Okay, I agree with that. But I'm just saying, I feel like the Panthers... It's going to be Panthers, Rams, Vikings for that last wild card. Spot, we're going right? to have to cross off one of those three teams. Uh, Wait, did we do the Lions yet? No. Oh, well, we can... Okay, let's get... Right now, let's do the Lions so okay. we, can, we can debate this later and see if we have to cross All off right. the Panthers. All right, so Panthers I'm, are amazing. I'm ready to take them behind the woodshed. The Panthers are better than the Steelers, but the <laughs> NFC is Steelers are amazing, Sean. <laughs> okay, my turn. Eight. I'm going to get rid of... I. This would have been so much easier before last week. But I'm going to get rid of the Raiders. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Do your burn... Do your uh, Chris Berman Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. All right. Okay. Killing everybody listening to this. I felt like that was pretty good. <laughs> I feel like I had, I had something. Oh, ooh, ooh, what about the Chargers? No, no, the Chargers are back, dude. Oh, yeah, December's Philip Rivers month. Yeah, this is their time. This is their time. Okay, did we clear eight? I yet? would have cleared out the Chargers last week. We have eight. We need one more. Need one more. Okay. The Chargers have the Raiders. That's a that's a winner. That's a loser leave home game. It Thursday is. night. The Raiders could really put some egg on our face, but I feel like the Chargers are gonna win the game. They get the Chiefs at home, at the Broncos, at Jags, Vikings at home. Ooh, this is a tough schedule. Raiders again, and then the Chiefs again. Okay, I've got a proposal. Let's hold out on that last team. Wait, did you already put Raiders on the list? I put the Raiders on the list. Never mind. Okay, so we need one more team. We're No, we're calling our shot. The Chargers are going to win on Thursday night, okay. and then the Raiders are dead. Yeah, okay, so we'll, we'll pick that ninth team between Chargers and Raiders? No, no, we're saying the Raiders are done because they're going to lose to the Chargers Oh, on I'm Thursday picking night. the Raiders on Thursday. Oh, you are? Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. But Fine, fine, fine. Maybe I'm just catching the... The fever. I mean, if if they're still alive, then fuck. <laughs> this is hard. I don't want to do this, Sean. This is hard. That was the point of the exercise. This is hard. But we you're my stepbrother. <laughs> we almost did it. <laughs> well, what about the, the Cowboys and the Eagles? Yeah, I really want to cross off the Eagles, but they're only a game back. Oh, see, I want to cross off the Cowboys. Really? Yeah. Because I really... I still like them more in that division. I just love Carson Wentz. I just... Out of everybody, out of those two teams, the guy I have more faith in to get me to the playoffs is Carson Wentz. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. he's. Uh, uh. What about the Patriots? Yeah, he's better than Dak. I'll give you that. What about the Patriots? Brady's old. They just lost. <laughs> yeah, they're done. They're done. <laughs> Dead. That's a first take. Over. It's <laughs> a first take. Segment. Are the Patriots reeling? Yeah. <laughs> We've only done this eight million. Is times. Brady over the edge? Is this it? Is this it for Tom? I don't think they're gonna lose again until. I don't think they're going to lose again until the Super Bowl. We really don't have an easy guy left on the board. Huh? I feel like we had an easy guy left on the board. Like a team to get rid yeah, of? I guess me reviving the Steelers. Yeah, I really effed it up. <laughs> it really made this inconvenient for us. And then me defending the Panthers with Kyle Allen Sean, at quarterback. If this was easy, then every white guy would have a podcast. Okay? <laughs> no, I think we got to stay in hard. we got to do it. One more yeah, team. We're crossing off team. the Raiders. I want to go Panthers. Fine. I do. Fine. I don't trust Kyle Allen to make the playoffs. Either, that's so. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it try- Plus, if they make the playoffs, then my Rams aren't making the playoffs. So, fine. Panthers are dead. Okay, you're they're welcome. not really dead, but they're dead. That was a mercy kill for me not taking the Rams <laughs> from you. You're welcome. <laughs> As I revived the Steelers. They revived themselves. The Panthers get the Falcons twice and the Redskins. That's three automatic wins. They're going to be at least 8-8. Eight and eight. I think the Falcons get one of those. No way. Yeah. Falcons, worst team football. But I feel like you need 10 wins to make the playoffs in the NFC this year. Yeah. In the AFC, you just need like three. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, you, you did it. You got a win. 
All right, let's look ahead to this week. Dolphins are still in play. You want to start with Dangerous Dogs? Yeah, let's do Dangerous Dogs. So we crossed off. These are teams, just to recap, Dolphins, Redskins, Bengals, Cardinals, Falcons, Jets, Giants, Bucks, Jags, Broncos, Browns, Titans, Bears, Lions, Raiders, Panthers will all not make the playoffs. There we go. Well, who's your Dangerous Dog this week? I've got three. Jacob, Jacob has three. After an 0 and 2 last week, fade these accordingly. <laughs> Bills plus 140. Come on. Bills plus 140 against the Browns. Yeah, I've heard a lot on. of people already saying uh, wrong team's favored. Come on. Talking about the public, they're probably actually I don't know. Browns got, are a public team. You gotta like that. You gotta you gotta like the Lions. Plus what are? Let me get some numbers. What are the? The Browns are what? No, the Bills are what? Plus 140 in the. Plus 140. Yeah. Uh, that game's in Cleveland. Plus two and a half. Uh, I would take the money line because yeah, cause you're a money line guy. I'm a money line All guy. About value. I'm a sniper. Uh, I'm a money line sniper. Lions. I saw them at plus 124. They're also. Uh, plus 124. Where are you looking? Plus, New Jersey? Plus 24. I'm sorry. <laughs> plus, plus, you know, plus 124. Yeah. I'm sorry. What kind of money line is that? I don't I don't are know. Are you offshore, dude? It must be plus 125. Are you betting illegally in Las Vegas? I must have fat thumbed. <laughs> and it's plus 125. <laughs> I have 124. Um, and then they're plus two and a half. But um, Mitch, dude, my guy Mitch. <laughs> is he even going this week? I don't know. Why wouldn't you? Why don't you push Chase Daniel in? No, because Chase Daniel sucks, dude. And then I like the Seahawks this week. I do. The, the Niners have to lose. I like that pick. Yeah. So the Seahawks are what? They're. Pl- Let's recap. You got the Bills plus one forty. Yep. The Lions plus one twenty five or one twenty four depends on where you're. <laughs> and the Seahawks. Oh shit! Sorry, we were just playing footsie. Um, <laughs> Plus two twenty five. Two twenty five. I love that. All right, Give me you want you want a little money line parlay? Yeah. What's that? What's that? Uh, How much are you risking? Uh, oh, okay. I mean, I'm big. You're big, big baller here. I'll put like twenty five hundred. Yeah, throw some pizza money on it. Twenty five. Some pizza money. Yeah, twenty five hundred. All right, I'm gonna put put ten bucks on it. Ten bucks. Yeah. Ten bucks would get you. 169 nice nice that's a nice number and you know i can retire with that i can i can invest that in mutual it's a, funds it's a whole paycheck yeah <laughs> it's a whole paycheck that's more of this podcast pays me so that'd be a, be a good pay exponentially more <laughs> all right my pick yeah you know what just because you tried my life i'm gonna mm-hmm. give you two. Oh wow two so dangerous your dog just so dangerous. that's how many you gave last I, week yeah i'm ramping up every week sean I'm going to follow you with the Seahawks. I like that. Yeah. Russell Wilson's been killing it. He's a better quarterback on the field. That front set, that front four specifically for the Niners has been amazing with Bosa and the pressure they've been generating. Bosa's probably going to win defensive rookie of the year. Dude, the Bosa's are the best defense in the league. <laughs> <laughs> but Russell Wilson, notoriously good at escaping the rush, extending plays. He's just a magician back there. I think Seattle does enough to win that game. At least plus six is too many points. I'm with you there. And I'm going to keep riding the train, baby. Ryan Fitzmagic, 10 points. 10 points with the Colts. That's too many points. You got Jacoby Brissett with a bum knee or Brian Hoyer. Dolphins defense has been playing well. You can spin it, Sean. I'm going. I'm not taking them. Actually, you know, sprinkle it on the money line. Sprinkle it. Sprinkle it. Even though they don't want to win this game. But 10, (laughs) 10 and a half. You can see. Get it out there. Oh, 11. There's an 11 out there. Plus 11 with the Dolphins. Nice. Bold. Okay. All right. Little dangerous dogs. 
What do you like on the slate this week? I mean, the Seahawks-Niners game is going to be awesome. If you had to pick, what's your favorite game? Uh, gun to my head. You only get to watch one all weekend. You don't watch – okay. Whew. Oh, wait, we got to make a side bet. Rams play the Steelers this week. Oh, yeah, Steelers are going to win that game. <laughs> yeah, are they? Yeah. I don't know if you knew this. The Rams are not good at football. <laughs> How much do you want to bet? Um, I oh, once again, <laughs> how many units do you want to go on this one? What are your units? My Let's uni- bet a. Uh, I don't know. You know how different betters have different units. My units are fifty cents. It's <laughs> <laughs> the size of my units. I I bet with fifty cents units, and I'm way way. We'll, down. we'll do a non-money bet. We'll figure out something. Um, we'll have it by Friday. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll come up with something on that. But what's your favorite game of this week? Sorry, I interrupted you. I think the Vikings-Cowboys is a really interesting game because it's really, really important. Um, but, the, I mean, the Seahawks-Niners game, not to be a cheesy, cheesy, but that game should be awesome. This, this is a great – Packers-Panthers should also be good. Um, and Chiefs-Titans, you don't I'm, – I'm really excited to see Mahomes play. And that's an early game, and those are games I can watch and not be half asleep due to my schedule. So, honestly, yeah – Probably Chiefs Titans because I'm actually going to get to watch it and consume it and not be like sleeping during it. So I'm probably most excited for Chiefs Titans. <laughs> that's such a strange pick. That's the that's the game I'm most excited to illegally stream this weekend. Uh, I'd have to go with. I think you touched on it a little bit. The Vikings Cowboys is the most intriguing to me. You get Dak Prescott versus Kirk Cousins, two guys we love to just. Are they good? Are they not good? Dallas is only getting three points, so basically Vegas thinks that's. A coin flip game because you get three points for home field advantage. That line I've heard is it isn't really going to move. There's going to be people on both sides. It's going to be basically two teams that are fighting for those wild card spots. They're going to be around division or no wild card weekend in the NFC. It'll be interesting to see the defense. Vikings defense has stepped it up a little bit. You got two really good running backs, Dalvin Cook and Ezekiel Elliott. Who's more productive on that side? Uh, I think it's just a really tricky matchup. I wouldn't even know who to pick in this game. Yeah, just, and usually those are the best ones, right? These seem like. Both these teams would love to lose this game. That doesn't this not seem like a great just to mess up their season. It seems like a great spot for both these teams to lose. Uh, that should be a good one. And then Rams Steelers. As soon as the Steelers get this one, they end the Rams season, and then they yep. uh-huh, sure. continue their playoff dreams. Okay. Playoff um, dreams. I mean, they're not out of it. What team? What game am I least excited to watch? Maybe Bills Browns. God, I don't care about that team. <laughs> <laughs> but you're betting the Browns, the Bills. Oh yeah. Because I'm, I'm a value guy. Uh, like, Lions-Bears will still be a good game. It should still be a game. Yeah, you can't have a bad game with Matt Stafford. Yeah. He always makes it close. One of my – probably my second favorite Madden QB of all time, Matt Stafford. Behind who? Oh, Jay Cutler, dude. <laughs> dude I was money with Jay Cutler. Do you know how many Super Bowls I won with Jay Cutler? You would go fantasy draft and association, let your friends get the high picks. You take – you know, you, you take a couple receivers, but you draft linemen. You take Jay Cutler in round like eight, round nine. Everyone else is like, oh, I have I have Tim Brody. Yeah, whatever. That's <laughs> what I call Tom Brady. Um, you take Jay Cutler, throw a little cigarette in there. Does he have diabetes? Yeah. Yeah, you get a little betus. You get Jay Cutler. You get out there. You sling that rock. You smoke a cigarette. I love Jay Cutler. Did they? Did Madden correctly not show any emotion on Jay Cutler's face when he raised the Lombardi trophy? Oh, no, no emotion. Dude's like T2 in Terminator. Yeah, I just won the Super Bowl. He's a, he's a machine. He's everything I would want to be if I Kristen's was a quarterback. really annoying me after this. I'm going to have to see all this press, and Kristen's <laughs> going to bother me, and it's going to be really fun. I, I love a quarterback who smokes cigarettes, dude. <laughs> it's the only way to be good at this game. 
Why do you think quarterback plays so bad in the league right now? <laughs> They're all too clean. No one's smoking cigarettes. Need some more uh, Brian McMahon. Not, he, not Brian McMahon. Jeff McMahon. We just need more tobacco <laughs> in the league. Uh, speaking of substances. Not even Jeff McMahon. What is the Browns quarter? The Bear, Bears quarterback name? Jim. Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon. Thank you. Gosh. Um, speaking of substances in sports, your boy, John Collins. <laughs> Peptide 2. <laughs> I don't even know what peptide two is. Juicing, so it dude, is. We were talking about this yesterday. Why? Like John Collins is a jack dude. Just like get a meal plan, get enough, hire a chef. You just sign that contract. Just work out with a team. You have your team trainers. You probably have scheduled workouts. Why are you taking steroids? I've got my theory. Okay, here's my theory on DeAndre, and, and then hit me and, with what the heck a hep- so, peptide is. So peptide two, I believe, is an amino acid. Okay. And amino acids, a, a BC, a BCA. BCCA branch branch chained amino acids are the building blocks of pro of uh, muscle proteins. So it, it just it accelerates muscle growth and recovery basically. In recovery, it's I have some amino acid powder on that counter, um, but it's not peptide too. Uh, and yeah, that's all it is. So it's just like an accelerated, more like raw version of that is what peptide two is. Um, so I think that these young guys, John Collins, DeAndre Ayton, I think this is why they're using it. These guys, listen, how old are they? 22? Yeah. John okay. Collins is 22. These guys want to drink and fuck. That's all they want to <laughs> do, okay? <laughs> Let's be frank, okay? And it's a lot easier to drink and put drugs in your body and party if you're doing steroids. It's easier to stay actually in shape. It is. like that. that is, steroid culture is rampant in the party community because you kind of have to counterbalance one another. So my theory, this is a working theory. Yeah, throw it in allegedly, just cover your bases. This is a hot theory. I'm into this, man, that these young guys are juicing because, hey, you know, you want to go out, you want to drink, you want to live your life, and I think that's fine. Cool. I'm with it, okay? Um, but they have to counterbalance it, and the only way you can get better if you aren't on a perfect diet and you're John Collins and DeAndre Ayton is you got to start juicing. Um, I think, like, James Harden gets away with being on a bad diet because of just who he is and his skill set. But when you're a big, you have to be big and strong. And you literally can only be big and strong if you eat a great diet or a genetic freak. And John Collins and DeAndre Ayton are big guys, but they're not genetic freaks when you look at them. Like, they're just big guys. So I think that's why they're juicing. That's my uh, that's my juice take. I'll go in a steroid corner all day. <laughs> I've got lots of thoughts on steroids. Um, well, PEDs. That that's my yeah that's my opinion. I don't I don't hate it. He didn't say anything I can disagree with. Right? I'm trying to look at John Collins back at Wake Forest, see if he was a little slimmer. Yeah, I mean, I told you my Kaepernick take, right? My yes. Kaepernick juice and take. Yes. I'll take that one to the grave, man. <laughs> um, here, I, why is why is it a big deal in the NBA? Why can't you juice? I don't see anything wrong with it. I feel like it's just a larger, like athletics in general. Like if everyone's doing it. Dude, they, Shouldn't you just be able to do whatever to get the competitive advantage? I don't know. I mean, they get Wilson Chandler. Bullshit. They get Wilson Chandler on bullshit charges. <laughs> they get Turkulu a couple years ago. That was my favorite one. Yeah. The- <laughs> Turkulu was – that was like eight years ago. Turkulu was like so old. He was like the eighth man in the rotation. He was juicing. Phenomenal. Suspended 20 games after testing positive for an anabolic steroid methan- methanolin. You know what these guys should do instead? Go work out with James Harrison. Right? <laughs> the NFL used to drug test him all of the time, and he always I passed. Why. He always passed. He's just an insane person. Honestly, I think I think you would get more benefit from working out with James Harrison than juicing. Oh, for sure. 
Yeah, and yeah, it's, if you can handle it. Yeah, I, I I like an athlete who's a little out of shape. Like so I was about like Harden. Harden's got a gut. <laughs> like, have you seen him with his shirt off? It's not as bad as you would expect. Harden's like twenty eight percent body fat, and I respect that. I love that. Dude, have you seen him without a shirt though? Did you see him when he was sparring for the UFC thing, dude? He's got a gut. He's got he's got like he has got a little belly that hangs over his waistband. Ah, it's not a belly. It's a belly, man. Is it have you have you seen a picture of him eating like the the ice cream nachos at like the Astros game and the helmet? He's eating the helmet the helmet ice cream nachos. No. I respect it. I I think it's more impressive when a guy can eat like that and then play. I I think that's really cool. But at the in, in the same um realm, I love like the Dennis Rodman approach. Sleep two hours, do a bunch of coke, hit the stairmaster. You know he used to stairmaster like two hours after every game and then go party. Well, I don't think you want to compare lifestyle choices and go. You know what? Who I'm gonna follow? Dennis Rodman. Oh, a diplomat. <laughs> Easing tensions with North Korea, Sean. Easing? Yeah. Have they really gotten better since Dennis Rodman went over there? We're still here. We pff, haven't gone to war with him yet. Say we're better off than where we were. Leave the worm out of this. Second favorite player of all time. You know my. <laughs> yeah, second favorite player of all time. Were you even alive when he played? No. <laughs> but uh, I loved his highlights. Did you watch the 30 for 30? The Worm, yes. Um, I uh, modeled my game after him. Uh, you know who's one of, who is one of my favorite players right now, which I realized? I love P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker is one of my favorite current NBA players. My favorite part about P.J. Tucker is just like all his shoes. And how he plays in shoes that no basketball player should ever be playing in. And he's playing in the NBA with, let alone, they're really expensive shoes. Shoes that people would cherish and collect. And, yay, you don't wear those playing basketball because, one, they're not designed for support athletically. They're designed for style now. Like, they're an adaptation of an older shoe that was back before we had the technology. Is like, hey, this is good for basketball. Then we realized these aren't good for basketball, but let's make them cool for streetwear. P.J. Tucker wears those and starts in NBA games. Like, how has he not had a foot injury or something? I was I, – we should start a segment on this called Podcasting About Podcasts because I was listening to the Howard Beck podcast with him on it, and he's like, yeah, one game I played in four different shoes. It's <laughs> like, that's, that's incredible. That's, that's like Hans Clock, the world's fastest magician. That's P.J. Tucker, four shoes, one game. I've seen that guy's billboard. Everywhere, dude. He's got the flow. <laughs> he's got the hand, the magic hands. Um. All right, do you need to do any NFL before we kind of make this natural segue? No, I think we covered it. Uh, I've got some NBA notes to to, to uh, scroll over. Um, I think the Suns heard our preview, <laughs> and I think they're pissed. What are you talking about? I was telling you that the Suns aren't that bad. Well, they're I said, hit, up, hit me up on November 18th after this, uh, this really long homestand. What do they do in the first game of the homestand? They won. Well... Are you sure you want me to give you 12 days? Because a lot could change with that team in 12 days. They beat the previously undefeated Sixers. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's, I'm just saying. Uh, it's it's the NBA. Nothing matters until January. Well, yeah, I know. These teams don't even know who they are. But you know who I'm loving to watch and love what I see? The Boston Celtics. <laughs> Dude, Gordon Hayward last night? How was Gordon Hayward's career high now 39? That was his career high? <laughs> yeah. I don't think you should be allowed to get paid more than your career high in points. Like your average annual value salary. Yeah, that's 39. That's a low that should be a rule in the salary. I wouldn't ca- tell anybody. CBA. If, if he's like, yeah, new career high. I would not tell people. <laughs> 39 was my career high. 
Like your career high has to be forty five or above, right? Like that, that's kind of the that's where you want to set that. He's doing everything this year. He, he makes thirty two million next year and thirty four in twenty twenty. He's he shouldn't you shouldn't have a salary above your career high average. He's or not average career high points. He is doing. I love I love his play style this year. I just love how he's kind of the focal point of that team, like where the ball's going and everything, the rebounding, the defensive tenacity. Love what I see from him. Um, the, Cel- the Celtics, I think, are going to be a three seed with, with what I'm seeing from the Pacers, with already the Sabonis injury lingering and him off and on day to day. Plus, Olin Depot, I have no faith in his return. I think I think there'll be a solid team next year. Uh, I think the, I'm, I, I like the Celtics at the three seed. I like I like the Sixers at the one, which I think the start the season. I think I said Bucks at the one probably. Um, and I, you know, Bucks at the two solely because of Giannis. Uh, overall, I think that team has kind of shown like, hey, we're not very good. Um, those, no Milwaukee. Yeah, I, I think the team as a whole is not. Yeah, good. it's it's Giannis. It's a, it's a, it's like more. I think each game it becomes more and more evident that that team is not good. Offensively, they've been pretty good. They're averaging 119 points per game. What's the league average? The league average? Yeah. In scoring? Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. Really good question. Just say, Sean, spit me out the NBA league average in scoring, please. I know that the Bucks are leading. Actually, after. This is updated now. They're leading the league with 121 points per game. Okay. Although you look at the top five, that doesn't really mean the team is good because the Wizards are in there, the Nets are second, the Pelicans are third. It's basically our defense sucks. Yeah, but we're gonna sh- <laughs> we're gonna do a shootout. Hey, would you like? Hello, sir. Would you like to do a shootout? So outscoring teams, although that is literally how you win a basketball game, <laughs> not a great strategy. No. Judged by the top five teams in scoring, you got literally Bucks who are good. And then it's the Nets, Rockets, Pelicans, Wizards. Yikes. Gosh, that's, I'm, I'm just scrolling through the list. I guess, I mean, that's some takeaways from this. Would, I mean, it's early, but only one of those teams has a winning record. There are two. I think some takeaways would be, like, to look at Philadelphia at 10 and Miami at 11. Like, those are good signs for those teams because they're good defensive teams. Like, everyone else in that list is just an offense-only team. Yeah. The Heat, man, what are your better calls? Great Told call. you. We'll, 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 we'll be doing that all year. On, on the, that's just a great call. It's uh, just interesting how they get like another G League player to step up. Like first it was Kendrick Nunn who like ties Kevin Durant for most points by a rookie for the first <laughs> week, and then you knew that was wasn't going to last. He yeah. falls off. I know they lost against uh, who they just lose to on the road. Nuggets. Yeah, right. They got smacked. But they have so many guys who can just step up. You get Tyler Hero who's thrown up 20 points in a couple of games already. You're getting seven threes in a game from Duncan Robinson, who was on the G League team this summer in Vegas, just signed to like a minimum deal. Basically, a guy who comes off the bench and is starting can hit seven threes for you. Jimmy Butler obviously improves this team. He's the best player, and he really has that. It just feels like a team. You know, I hate to be like that cliche guy, but this team just plays – like basketball well together. Mm-hmm. It's not one guy. It's very balanced. You get a guy who stinks that night. Another guy can step up. You get Myers Leonard actually contributing in a solid role, starting at the center. Leading the league in three-point percentage. Yeah. And you get Bam Adebayo, who's a budding young star. Bam's mean. I like Bam, man. He just he just looks like a mean center. I like that. I feel like we're kind of, we're kind of losing that. And the best part of that, too, is like he's really athletic and yeah. can run the floor, yeah. too. I mean, he's even – brought the ball up as a point guard before Post to have that center. versatility of you can be mean in the post and be able to hey if i take the ball 
on the inbounds, I don't immediately panic and look for another guy to give mm-hmm. the ball to. Like he can bring the floor up in a he panic do the, situation. Uh, the one dribble handoff. The yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he's averaging nine rebounds a game too, and four assists. He's their leading assist. So he's a good passer too. He's your point man. So, uh, yeah. No, exciting team. Uh, a little reminiscent of like a um, bargain bin Raptors from last year. <laughs> like, yeah, kind right? of. Yeah. Just with Jimmy Butler instead of Kawhi Leonard, yeah. which obviously is not as good. Anybody on this team can get you a bucket, which is with five seconds left. Um, a little stat. Uh, do you know the top five players for fantasy points per game? Let me read you off the list. As, can I guess yeah. two of go them? Go ahead, guess. Kyrie's on there? No, he's not actually. Oh, okay. And then I, if my first guess is wrong, just go ahead. Number one, Giannis. Number okay. two, Andre Drummond. Yeah, good thing I traded to you. Number three, LeBron James. Yep. Number four, Luka Doncic. Okay. Number five, Kawhi Leonard. Sean, do you want to tell the viewers? Uh, what you have three of those. I guys? have three of those names because I am a juggernaut. This time next year, I I will be all I will be the Matthew Barry of fantasy basketball. All right. You're just gonna career turn just roto guy. Yeah, I'm gonna roto roach. There Roto-Roach, it is, dude. Roto roach. Roto roach is gonna pop off. I'm gonna have an undefeated season. I'm gonna be sitting on. Fat pile of money, even though I'm the I think even I'm though the, not the whole league has paid me yet. And I think I'm the only guy who hasn't paid you yet. Um, no, you're not. Well, for the sake of story, <laughs> did you know that Mo Wagner is the fifth leading uh, field goal percentage in the league at 62.8 percent? Fifth? No, I did not know Mo Wagner. Mo was... Wagner never really. I thought he was gonna be good. He's still early. Yeah, I guess, but I think I think it's he's just to... on the Knicks. So what? What do you want him to do? It's he's on the Wizards. Oh, he's on the Wizards. God, no. Do you even Iggy, watch basketball, Sean? Vegas. <laughs> wrong Michigan. Wrong Eastern European <laughs> Michigan guy. Although Mo Wagner's German, that's Western Mo Europe. Wagner. Yeah, big Mo fan. Iggy's uh, on the. Knicks. A couple other notes I had. The Rocket Stevens is hilarious. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> and in. Uh, Talking about my boy, P.J. Tucker, so you know that has to kill him. Do you know how many times they've allowed 40-plus points in a quarter? Four in oh three games. God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Their last three games. Man, speaking as a one defensive anchor to another, I consider myself a defensive anchor. <laughs> That's all we got. Um, always a bummer when, when you're good at defense and the rest of your team sucks. Makes for a really tiring game. <laughs> Makes for an exhausting Except game. Except when you don't play any defense. Like the like Harden's not tired because no, he's just I'm standing for, there for in PJ the Tucker. Like I feel like PJ oh, yeah. Tucker is just running so much. He's just like, guys, <laughs> please, somebody try. For the love of God, I'm I'm thick. <laughs> I can't do this alone. Um, gosh, yeah, R- rough rough year for defense overall. Besides the Lakers, who lead the league in defense, and the White House because LeBron's trying. The LeBron is trying. The White Howard is. Back maybe I don't know. I've got a really good I'm picture. Still, I was wrong, but I'm not that wrong yet. This is from Ballers Tribune on Instagram. Really funny graphic. Okay, they okay. said the NBA is really back in 2012. The Heat have the best record. The Warriors <laughs> suck. The Pelicans <laughs> have a potential uh, superstar rookie. The Mavs are being led by an all-star European big. Uh, but by yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, D Rose is averaging 21 points per game. Dwight Howard is second in blocks <laughs> per game. Uh, and Lakers are top of the West with an all-time great. <laughs> it's Deja all vu all over again. It's all a cycle, man. It's all cyclical. Except the Clippers are good. That's the one, the one flaw. Decay and rebirth. No, the Clippers are good still. And the Clippers were good in 2012. I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah, when year one of Lob City, correct? Thirteen or twelve? I twelve, I think. 
I, I think about what year my freshman year of high school was because I think that was our first year. Because I remember being, remember being Blake Griffin's first year on the Clippers was two thousand nine. Okay. First playoff and division title was two thousand eleven to twelve. Eleven twelve, yeah. So yeah, twenty twelve. I remember being in home ec class when I got the update on my iPod Touch that I gave somebody ten dollars to get it connected to the school's Wi-Fi <laughs> that David Stern had yeah, blocked. Yeah, hustled. Yeah, I know. Well, I had to, I had that Wi-Fi for like four years. I did not get hustled. Uh, David Stern had blocked the trade. Did I have? Yeah, yeah. Freshman year, I would have an iPod Touch. I didn't have an iPhone yet. And yeah, I remember like in home ec class. I was like, oh shit. We had home ec class? Oh well, yeah, man. I that was like a thing in the 50s. Some chili. Making a little Cincinnati chili. A little brown sugar in it. Mm. Mama Mia pumpkin pie. <laughs> um, so this week on the NBA. Yeah, actually, let's talk about the Mavs quickly. Luca is Awesome. That was. Did you watch that game this weekend? Yeah. Like just such a. I love those. I love those. Just mid. Dude, when he hit that step back ooh, on LeBron ooh, in his face, ooh. I was like, this guy is amazing. Ooh. Doesn't even care. LeBron's like legitimately guarding him, rocks him back, hits the three. I know they didn't win the game, but still, he showed. He showed he has no fear. He thinks he's as good as these guys already. Yeah, he's ready. And uh, it's just amazing to watch. So it, he's almost. He might average a triple double. Very. He's got what, like twenty something, ten and nine right now. Yeah, very plausible. Um, The NBA slate this week, on just terms of watchability, because that's all that matters. Betting in the NBA does not. Uh, Lakers Heat Friday. Well, the problem is they have the Warriors and all these national games. They take forty slots. Yeah, which is a bummer. And you fix it. You can't. And then Kawhi sitting the national televised game again. Oh, can that no longer be a story? Hey, the dude. The dude's got. The dude's just burning PTO. I respect it. <laughs> it's just so annoying. Use it if you got it. I, I'm sick of this being a story. That he's gonna sit out. He's going to sit out, and that's fine. You know why that's fine? Because he just won the finals last year. He won the finals MVP, and he's the yeah. Clearly the, for him, it works. He's the coldest player in the league. I, I lightly say best player. You can convince me otherwise, but he's allowed to do it. It's fine. I don't want it to be a fucking story anymore i don't want to pound this into the ground anymore you know lebron's leading the league in assists because yeah because Ron, rondo's not back 11 a game right i love when rondo sneakily leads the league in assists it's my, <laughs> like when he was on the kings and he led the league in yeah he's not like my fantasy team last year's like two points and 13 assists he, like, I, I love rondo uh but yeah so we friday's a great nba slate uh sixers nuggets nets blazers heat lakers bucks jazz can I can I get can I get your interest? Can I garner your interest with I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah. Could, what about a little Magic Grizzlies? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> the Magic are so disappointing. A little cherry on top. I know a lot. They were really good last year. Had that f- strong stretch. They're basically. Do you remember what the Heat did? They got them into this whole salary cap mess when they started the season. I think like 11 and 30 or something, and they went on that like 30 to 11 run, and ended up losing the tiebreaker to not even make the playoffs to Dwayne Wade when he was in Chicago. And they were oh. like, this team was awesome. Let's pay all of these yeah, guys. Yeah, they're like, let's pay all these guys like middle of the road. Let's strike out for free agents. No. All right, let's just pay all these guys. They were really good. That's what the Magic yeah. did. Brought everybody back. They're like, hey, we made the playoffs for the first time in a really long time. I should have known as an Orlando Tragic fan, there's no way they could put – I know it's still early. There's no way they could put two seasons back-to-back together, and it's already a struggle on offense. There's just too many – they don't have a shooter. Like Markel no. Fultz is taking too many shots. Like – 
I know his jumper looks better, but still, that's not the guy that you want is your go-to leading, like, just pure shooter scorer. I know Terrence Ross is good. Fournier's got some game. Wait, you know Terrence Ross is good? But, like, as a shooter, I'm saying. <laughs> like, to come off the bench, and he's just going to throw up threes. But they paid him like he was a sharp shooter. Like, he's just let that guy walk. I love that. Like, yeah, that's a good, really good comparison to the Heat. They're like, hey, you know what? Let's just pay everybody 14 to 18 million, but everybody gets it. Yeah. It's like, what? How much socialist. do you want? They did a socialist. We got the of, money. Let's yeah. do it. Sure. Love that. Uh, I don't. It's just frustrating. And it can, can I interest you with little John Morant versus. That dude's L- awesome. Did you see him try to like dunk on the world and try, then almost to, kill himself? Try to end, <laughs> try to end the world's life, but actually end his own. Yeah. Yes. I, I did. That's amazing. He's been a lot of fun. It's a good NBA weekend. Celtic Spurs, two o'clock e- uh, West Coast game. Uh, nothing I love more. On a Saturday or Friday? Nothing Saturday. Nothing I love more than midday basketball, man. I don't know why. I don't know why I talked to a stoner there. But I tell you what, brother. There's nothing I love more than midday basketball. We got Raptors Lakers this weekend as well on Sunday. Great, great NBA. It's just a good. I love the NBA. All right, quick finals prediction. Go now. Hot take. Go. Hot take, hot take, hot take. Okay, finals prediction. Mine's Lakers Heat. Boom. Lakers Heat. Ooh. Lakers Celtics? Too much of a homer? Too much of a homer? I said hot take too early finals prediction. If you want a hot take, there you go. But if you want a real take, it's going to be Sixers uh, Sixers Clippers in the most offensive. Well, that's fi- not changing what you decided already. Well, in the most offensive finals of all time. But if you want to get if you want to get goofy, if you want to be silly, I mean, if you want if you want to be silly little boy, Sean, let's go Lakers Celtics. There you go. Wouldn't that be incredible? To have Avery Bradley and Rondo return, return oh, to the God. garden. That would be like the eighth storyline in that match. <laughs> no, I would be the only one. Who covered. guards LeBron? Oh, uh, Gordon Hayward. Oh, no. Or Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's, Jalen, Brown's been guarding Le- Jalen Brown has guarded LeBron more than anyone in the league, I feel like. He had to play in back-to-back Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, I think the better question is who the heck guards AD? Uh, Daniel Tice leading the league in blocks or second in the league in Dude, blocks. AD would eat the Celtics up. Enos Cantor, defensive stopper. Although by then, these teams could look different. Robert Williams, Time Lord. Robert Williams, the guy who can't wake up for his alarms. Time Lord would <laughs> stop him. Sean, okay. Al Horford. Oh. Oh, God, I wish he was. This team would be so good with Al Horford still on it. I mean, like, isn't isn't that isn't that like your like, yeah? That's a perfect team, man. <laughs> um, it's okay because uh, if if you read Instagram, we're trading for Stephen Adams. God, terrible! You can't afford him. We would have to trade. We'd have to trade Gordon Hayward. Like, I don't know yeah, why this people no realize. Like, and I don't want Stephen Adams or Clint Capella, for that fact. Uh, all right, uh, Sean. Um, you got any French sports for relief? French sports this weekend. Uh, I think it actually starts on Monday, but the. Tennis season's coming to a close. The ATP World Finals. Top eight guys make it. It's sneaky some of the best tennis because it's literally the top best eight players in the world. So there you go. Cool. ACP this weekend. That sounds like a test. ATP. (laughs) ATP. Home security. I just want to give the uh, listeners a little reaction there from you. As I said that, you were literally just like face on on your hand. Just looked exhausted, like, oh, my God, this is class. It was like a lecture I, that you didn't want to be in anymore. Like, I got this exhausted. It's almost over, and you as, look, oh, there's still 20 as minutes. As soon as this you said terrible. tennis, I got really tired. <laughs> tennis is great. ATP this weekend. Um, ICP tournament this weekend, the same clown posse. So check that out on Monday. <laughs> what? <laughs> we'll be back on Friday with college sports better, Danny Burke.
Jordan Schroeder. Wait, are you secretly a boogaloo? A, ju- <laughs> juggalo? a juggalo? I don't know what it's called. A boogaloo? Wait, isn't that... Wait, the thing... Juggalo. Juggalo. Juggalo, Fanta. Gathering of the what? Gathering of the juggalos, that's it. Uh, Sorry, so I'm not... I'm plugging this Friday's podcast. Up on my ICP. We've got Danny Burke this Friday. Um, so, tune in.